And welcome to episode 109 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again. On today's episode, the Astros continue to get heckled, and one former Astro is willing to give up his World Series ring. I'm going to tell you who that is. And we've got topics on topics, got some NBA rumors, got some NFL rumors. We've got lots to get into here on episode 109 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to head over to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Got some about the hockey fight last week. Lack City Hockey says, I'm a huge fan of the Hershey Bears, so I think they should keep hockey fights. Henry G3 says, they should keep the fights. That's one of the reasons I watch hockey. It makes the sport unique. And then Canadians Fan 90 says, freak accident. I feel like the more problems would happen if hockey got rid of fighting. And then Tony Godley says, good to see Shepard realizing the seriousness of the situation and immediately calling for trainers before the refs had a chance to. So keep hitting up with those comments. We've got a jam-packed show for you guys. Lots to get into. So let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? What it do, baby? Baby, baby. Let's get it on. We're going to start with the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros, they're having a rough go of it in spring training. The boos are loud. The heckling is nonstop. And now it's starting to look like America's favorite pastime is not baseball. It's heckling the Houston Astros. Are you going to give the trophy back? You guys keeping a trophy? You're gonna give it back. As long as you keep paying. How about that? How about the rings? Are you keep paying to come see us? Gonna keep the rings? You gonna keep the rings or the MVP? Or you gonna give it back? Just keep paying to come see us. I'll come. I'll come to do this. Just keep paying to come see us. Just keep paying to come see us. That is my issue with the Houston Astros. It really feels like they have no remorse. It really feels like they want to be the villain. They want to be the bad guys. And the hate for the Astros, it just continues to rage on. And a big reason why is fans feel like the Astros haven't shown remorse. Fans feel like they're arrogant from Jim Crane to the coaches to Altuve to Correa to Bregman to everyone in that organization. The apology felt disingenuous. And they almost feel like, hey, we won this World Series, so deal with it. Their fan base is reflecting the organization because they're arrogant. They want to be the bad guys. They want to be the villains. And baseball fans everywhere, they're unrelenting. They will not lighten up on the Houston Astros. These are your normal boos. This isn't your little boo. This is boo. Angry boos. Boos that have a purpose. A bitter boo. These fans are angry at the Houston Astros. And look, you know usually when someone gets booed, that's the end of it. But it's the cheers that follow the boo when the Astros strike out. Yeah, he tried to hit the ball at 17,000 miles in response to the booze. You can feel the rage. You can feel the anger. And we're just in spring training. Imagine when they start playing in 40 to 50,000 seat stadiums. We're talking 5, 7, 10,000 people max at spring training. And it still feels like a chorus of colossal boos. And look, we've seen some pretty vicious booing in sports history. When LeBron returned to Cleveland, when KD returned to OKC, when Vince Carter went back to Toronto. But nothing like we're going to see this year with the Houston Astros. These are mean boos. These are angry boos. Man, they're going to get booed harder than Buttercup in The Princess Bride. Boo! 
Sorry, that's one of my girlfriend's favorite movies. But the Astros, they're going to get it that bad, and they're not even playing in Major League Stadiums yet. Just imagine when they go to New York or when they go to Anaheim. They're lucky they don't play the Dodgers this year because that would have been the all-time booing game in the history of sports. I mean, just look at how bad they're getting it in spring training games. You said you couldn't hear me last night, so I want to make sure you can hear me. You're a cheater, Correa. I mean, these guys are relentless, and it's going to get bad. It's going to get ugly. Just wait till you see them play in Major League Stadiums. Oh, and then John Heyman reported that all these players are starting to feel bad about it. I mean, it's really kind of sad. Here's one of the Astros players yesterday that just couldn't handle the booze. <laughs> and scene my man vernon davis can act and hey we know there's no crying in baseball but we do know there is cheating in baseball and if the houston astros want to put an end to the booing put an end to the heckling i don't know if they can even do it because even if they gave back the trophy and the rings dodger fans and yankee fans are saying hey we should have won the trophy that year instead of no one winning it but i'm telling you it would help and ken giles the former astro he really had a rough postseason in 2017 he's saying that he'd be willing to give the World Series ring back. He was quoted as saying, whatever they ask, I would oblige because what was going on at the time was not okay. It just hurts. If they want it back, I'll be true to whatever needs to be done. The damage is already done. He would go on to say, I was not aware about anything. It crushed me to learn about the stuff that went on when I was there. I had no idea. I had no clue whatsoever. I was blindsided by the commissioner's report. Up until then, I honestly didn't believe it. Just crazy. And then he would say, there's nothing you can do about it. They have to move past it. They're going to feel like the bad guys all year. I know what it feels like to be the bad guy, and it's not the greatest feeling. But actions speak louder than words. I just hope they play honestly. And so first thing is, wait, Ken Giles, you mean to tell me you didn't know what was going on? What, some guy was just banging trash cans and whistling? You were out in the bullpen. You didn't see a camera guy back there. I find that hard to believe that he was completely oblivious of the Astros cheating back in 2017. Look, I get it. You hang out in the bullpen. You're not in the dugout. But you had to have known. But the more important thing here is that he is willing to give back that World Series ring. And this could start a domino effect. Because, hey, if you're the Houston Astros... You want to put an end to this as much as possible. And if you do give back the ring and you do give back the trophy, then maybe we can begin to forgive you. Because right now, fans don't respect you. And more importantly to you, your peers don't respect you. Players around Major League Baseball, the Astros are a running gag throughout all of Major League Baseball. Just look at Anthony Rizzo. He was mic'd up today. Look what he had to say about the Houston Astros. I'm doing some math in my head. What are you going to throw? What do you got? I have no idea. <laughs> I wish I knew. Someone banged for me.
I wish I knew somebody banged for me. That's coming from Anthony Rizzo, a legitimate World Series champion, okay? So your peers don't respect you. Fans don't respect you. You are going to see unprecedented boos all season long. You thought Gary Bettman at the Stanley Cup was bad or Roger Goodell at the NFL Draft was bad. These boos are going to make those look like nothing, okay? So if you want to end that suffering, you better give back the ring. Now we're going to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, the top seed in the Western Conference. The Lakers currently sitting at 46-13. and Last night, they get another big road win. They go into New Orleans. They beat one of the hottest teams in the NBA, and now the Lakers... Five and a half games in front of the Denver Nuggets, the one seed in the West, but they're still trying to improve their roster. They waived Troy Daniels over the weekend, and that freed up a spot, and that spot could go to Deion Waiters. This according to Sham Sharkania of The Athletic. He tweeted out today, Lakers have completed workout with free agent Deion Waiters, and he had an impressive showing, sources tell The Athletic. Next portion of Waiters' visit to the Lakers, meeting with Frank Vogel, Rob Palinka, and Kurt Rambis. Now, the Lakers have been very active on the buyout market. They waived DeMarcus Cousins to sign Markeith Morris. Now they have another spot freed up because they waived Troy Daniels. Now, the Lakers have until April 15th to sign someone that can compete in this year's playoff run. Now, the question is, will it be Deion Waiters or J.R. Smith? The report today is the Lakers will work out J.R. Smith later this week. But first, let's start with Deion Waiters. Now, it's been a very tumultuous year for Deion Waiters, who's already served three separate suspensions. You remember he got high on the plane with the edible, had a panic attack. It was a mess in Miami, so they traded him to the Grizzlies after just playing in three games this season. And the Memphis Grizzlies, who were fighting for the eighth spot in the Western Conference, said, hey, we don't want Deion Waiters. They were willing to eat the $24.8 million remaining on his contract just to have him not suit up for the Grizzlies. But look, Deion Waiters, when healthy, in a limited role, can be a very effective score. He averaged 12 points and shot 37.7% from beyond the arc in 44 games last year for the Miami Heat. So 37.7 from the three, that is big time. And a team like the Los Angeles Lakers, they need that kind of production because look, the Lakers, they wanted Darren Collison. Darren Collison elected to stay retired. So pivoting to Deion Waiters could be a viable option. The question I would have would be, has he put his substance abuse problems behind him? Look, Los Angeles, that might not be the best fit for a guy that has marijuana substance abuse issues. Look, that's like putting a cocaine addict in Columbia, okay? Los Angeles, all the temptations, la la land. Has Deion Waiters put that behind him? Because if he has, then I say, hey, he's got the talent. He's only 28 years old. He has experience playing with LeBron James in the past. Now, the number that I'd focus on for Deion Waiters is that three-point shooting percentage. For his career, Deion Waiters is shooting 34.8%. From beyond the arc, we know the Lakers need a little more shooting, and I think Deion Waiters could provide it. Another thing, too, he knows how to play some defense. If he really wants to lock in on the defensive end, he knows how to buy into a team defensive concept. He did it with Miami. He's strong, and I think Deion Waiters is a great option as long as he's not an issue off the court. I have to know 100% that Deion Waiters is going to... 
Stay off the weed. And then you have to look at Waiter's connection with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's currently represented by Rich Paul of Clutch Sports. And then previously, he was represented by Rob Palinka, the current GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. And while he does have experience playing with LeBron James, it didn't always go so well. There were times where LeBron just refused to pass it to Deion Waiters. Give it to you, but we gonna fuck, and we gonna fall, and we let it pop, fall, let it go. X gon' give it to you, he gon' give it to you, X gon' give it to you, he gon' give it to you. He never gave nothing to me. So we all know that Deion Waiters wants you to pass it. Now, when it comes to J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith, he would be the oldest player on the Lakers roster. He's 35 years old. He hasn't played a competitive game since November 19th, 2018, and things did not end well with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was basically banished from the team, and yes, when J.R. Smith is on, he can do two things. He can spot up from three, and he can score in transition. We all know he's capable of doing that, but how athletic is he at 35? Can he find his stroke this late in the season? But but if I'm the Lakers, I'm not so sure that I want to pair J.R. Smith with LeBron James again. LeBron James, he was having one of the best games in NBA Finals history, 51 points, and then J.R. Smith has the biggest brain fart in NBA history. Hill misses. Rebound goes to the Cavs. J.R. Smith brings it back out. Throws it a Hill. Hill shot blocked. And we'll go to overtime. You get the feeling J.R. Smith thought they had the lead. He didn't know the score. I think exactly. That's a bad mistake by J.R. Smith. And look, I just can't get past that. Yes, J.R. Smith, he was a big part of that 2016 championship for the Cavs, but that is the lasting image that I have of J.R. Smith and LeBron James. LeBron James was incensed. He was infuriated, and I just don't want to see that happen again on the biggest stage. Look, imagine the Lakers are playing the Bucks, and the same thing happens again. You just can't take that risk. Look, they shouldn't even call it Shaqed in a fool anymore after that. They should just call it J.R. Smithing. <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> now it's funny that we're talking about Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith because back in 2015 the Cavs traded Deion Waiters to bring in J.R. Smith now, really what it comes down to is how much of a role will LeBron James have? How much impact does LeBron have on this decision? Because a month ago, LeBron James on his Instagram, he put a story that said, that boy will take and make the toughest shots, hashtag facts, at Team Swish. And then we all know LeBron has a great relationship with J.R. Smith. So if LeBron has his say, maybe he goes with J.R. Smith. But I think really at this point, it's going to come down to who the Lakers feel gives them a better shot to win an NBA championship. If J.R. Smith can come in and not throw stupid coaches and keep his shirt on, Bruh. maybe J.R. Smith is that guy. Look, he has the playoff experience. He's played deep into the playoffs. He knows how to take and make big shots, like LeBron said. And then Deion Waiters, yes, he's younger. Yes, he's played more recently. But how quickly can he integrate playing with LeBron James? Because look, J.R. Smith plays better with LeBron James than Deion Waiters did. And yes, Deion Waiters, he's got a lot of baggage. There's no question about it. But to me, I like his potential on defense. I still think if you put him in the right situation, the Lakers organization can find a way to maximize his potential. I would just ignore the haters, and I'd sign waiters.
Now, everyone wants to know, where will Tom Brady be playing football next year? Will he sign with the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Chargers, or will he remain with the New England Patriots? Well, Tom Brady was at the Syracuse-North Carolina game over the weekend. He was hanging out with Jimmy Fallon and Julian Edelman, and Julian Edelman said he's coming back. Power in the building as well. It's a big deal anytime the Orange and the Tar Heels get together in a... Okay, so you know people were going to go crazy with this, especially when you watch the video and you see Tom Brady. He's looking at Julian Edelman, and he's saying, okay, all right. And nope, nope, he's not. It looked like he was saying that, right? But did he really say that? Here's what Tom Brady really said to Julian Edelman. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> this is crazy. What's up? What'd you tell me So now you know he did not say he's not. He was asking about Jim Beheim and he said he's got it. So, hey, all you guys can just stop with this nonsense that he said he wasn't coming back. Tom Brady probably is weighing his options right now. Tom Brady is considering other teams right now. It's been widely reported that he's considering leaving the New England Patriots. A lot of people feel that there's a better chance that he's going to leave New England than remain with the Patriots. So we'll find out. We still have a couple months before Tom Brady can sign with anyone so Tom Brady just sit back relax allow all these rumors to swirl trust me we know you like to build your brand this is great for the TB12 brand but hey at the end of the day he was just out there hanging out with his buddy watching a college basketball game so you can stop with all this. Tom Brady is coming back to the Patriots confirmed. The reality is we don't know at this point. One thing we do know is that ESPN's Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler reported today that Antonio Brown and Tom Brady have been in constant communication with each other for a possible reunion. From their report on ESPN, it reads, Ready for a wild audible? Two people close to Antonio Brown, yes, that Antonio Brown, told us Brady keeps in consistent contact with Brown and has told Brown he wants to play with him wherever Brady goes next. According to one of Brown's attorneys, Brady has told Brown to keep mentally and physically strong so the two can reunite on the field at Brady's next stop. Anything concerning Brown should be taken with not a grain, but a bucket of salt at this point. But it does seem as if Brady and Brown formed at least some level of connection in their incredibly brief time together in New England. So I believe it. I think Tom Brady, after last year, where he was going to war with butter knives, he says, hey, I need a playmaker. I need an Antonio Brown type, an elite all-world receiver. And would Antonio Brown really go back to the Patriots? To me, that's saying that Tom Brady is going to leave the Patriots with would the Dallas Cowboys sign Antonio Brown? Absolutely they would if it means Tom Brady plus Antonio Brown. So I definitely believe that rumor. Antonio Brown doesn't respect too many guys in this league, but one of those guys is Tom Brady. And Tom Brady knows for him to get it done, he needs an elite playmaker. So I can totally see them joining and linking up with another team. I think it's going to happen. So I think that Tom Brady will be throwing touchdowns to Antonio Brown next year. I just don't know what team that will be will it be the Cowboys will it be the Patriots will it be the Chargers the Buccaneers the Dolphins who knows at this point but I think it's going to happen I think right now Tom Brady I believe that he's going to leave rather than stay but as of right now only Tom will tell 
But before we wrap, I want to hit you with the Get More Sports Fact of the Day. The UConn women's basketball team beat South Florida by 41 points in its final regular season game as a member of the AAC. They're going back to the Big East. In their seven seasons in the AAC, UConn finishes with a 118-0 regular season record in conference play, outscoring opponents by 41 points per game. Only two of those games were settled by single digits. So they're going back to the Big East, the UConn women's team as dominant as ever. But that's going to do it for episode 109 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Have a great rest of your day. See you guys Wednesday, and I'm out.